Entrepreneur on Fire 437. In need of some motivation? We've got you covered seven days a week. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. On its supplements, food, and fitness products are designed with one goal in mind total human optimization. To learn more and get 10% off your supplement purchase, go to onit.com slash fire. O-N-N-I-T dot com slash fire. Did you know that Dane Maxwell, co-founder of The Foundation, set up his entire business on Entreport in under seven days? He also saw an 80% increase in new customers. Streamline your business today by going to entreport.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Kendall Herps. Kendall, are you prepared to ignite? I am. All right. Style Up CEO Kendall was a fashion editor in New York City before getting inspired to start her own company. She got her MBA from MIT Sloan, and during this time, she realized that there was no platform for actionable fashion advice. No scalable service to help women with the question, what should I wear tomorrow? Giving our listeners just a little overview, Kendall. So take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. And please let the listeners know how to correctly pronounce your last name, which I apologize for butchering. <laughs> oh, no problem at all. Uh, it's Herbst. Anyway, um, a bit about me. I am a total fashion geek and have been ever since I was a little girl. You know, when I was young, I was stacking Vogue magazines under my bed, making my own little archive. Um, it's just something that I've always really naturally gravitated towards. And coming out of college, moved straight to New York and started working at magazines like New York Mag and Lucky at Condé Nast and InStyle as a fashion editor. So it's just the sphere of life that I love the most. And I love how fashion can really change how you feel and how you present yourself to the world. Um, a bit about Style Up. Yes, like you say, we are a platform for really actionable fashion advice. So there's no 18-year-old models riding horses wearing gowns on Style Up. We are 100% about what can real women wear for their life and what suits their weather and their style and all of that. Well, Kendall, one thing I do want to turn a little bit of focus on, because growing up in Maine, we don't have a lot to be proud of, but you spent four glorious years in our amazing state up at Bates. So uh, share with the audience your experience up there. Sure. I mean, Maine is beautiful and amazing. And I think being in a place that isn't necessarily the fashion capital of the world certainly crystallizes your interest in it if you have one. So um, it was a wonderful time for me to study literature and economics and all of these elements. Um, but it also really did catalyze my desire to work in fashion and realizing that maybe I may have been limited to do so in Maine, although there are wonderful companies up there like L.L. Bean and, um, and the like. But Definitely being so far removed from fashion made my desire to work in it, I think, burn all the brighter. No, we all heard you try to think of another company besides L.L. Bean and come up <laughs> empty. That's all we have, but we're proud of it. <laughs> sure, it's a great company. 
So Kendall, here at Entrepreneur on Fire, we love starting these interviews off with a success quote because it really gets that motivational ball rolling. It really gets that flame lit. So take it away. Yeah, the quote I would love to kick off with is, do what you can with what you have. And it's actually a quote I didn't even know who had said it, so I Googled it before our talk to find out. Um, It's a Roosevelt quote. But why I love it is because I feel like so many people get paused by what is, you know, out of their control or what they don't have. I don't have a technical co-founder. I don't have 200K in the bank. I don't have whatever. And I love this quote because it really puts the focus on what do you do have? And let's be scrappy and lean and all those good buzzwords and use what you really have to build something that you want to build. Powerful. It's a great takeaway for all entrepreneurs to really just say, hey, I'm going to look in the mirror. I'm going to see what I'm passionate about. I want to see what skills I do have. And then I'm going to start rolling the ball down the hill and taking action with those skills and see what else comes. When I first started Entrepreneur on Fire, Kendall, I had zero broadcast experience. I had zero experience hosting a podcast, but I was willing to start and just see what happened because I knew I was passionate about talking to people like yourself, to entrepreneurs who are out there taking chances and making a difference in the world. And here we are, 430 plus plus episodes later, and I'm still having a blast. You never really know. And Kendall, what I really want to do now is turn the focus to your entrepreneurial journey, because that's what Entrepreneur on Fire is all about. It's about talking about stories that you've encountered along your way. So share with Fire Nation a time that you failed, that you literally fell on your face. Like really tell us that story. Take us down to that ground level. And we want to be there with you and learn the lessons that you learned. Sure. So when I first got into MIT Sloan to do my MBA program, I got connected to a couple of really brilliant engineers who wanted to do something in the fashion technology space. And in particular, they were interested in doing e-commerce in China. And when you look at the numbers in that area, it's incredibly appealing. And instantly, I kind of got why this could be a giant business. So I started to do a little research and started to understand a little bit about what this company could be, even went so far as to actually go to China to visit um, Shanghai and Macau and talk to some people over there. And it was on that trip where I realized, like, I am not the person to do this business. I do not have any kind of competitive insights or advantages into this business. I don't understand how to actually get goods brought into China. I don't understand how the government works. There's just a whole sort of spectrum of things in which I'm not the right person to handle this business. So for me, that was a huge lesson to learn in the sense of do what is a little bit in your wheelhouse or what you're passionate enough to learn all the missing factors about. But if you just walk into something, realize that you're walking into an arena where there are people who have been doing this for 20 years. And if you can't do it better than they can, just be aware of that and either double down to work hard enough to make up for that or pivot to an area where you actually know more of what you're talking about. And so what was your pivot, Kendall? What did you do at that point that took you into a different direction where you now find yourself? 
that's a perfect question. And um, on the flight home, actually, from China, I was talking to a girlfriend and she was saying, you know, there's so many fashion startups out there, but no one is actually helping me figure out what I should wear tomorrow. And that's my biggest question. And that's where like a huge light bulb went off for me is that, you know, I'd spent five years as a fashion editor trying at scale to help women understand what the new trends were, understanding what would work well for their bodies, really trying to understand, you know, all of these elements. And yet there was no company that was just doing this one thing really well. So I kind of scrapped all this like crazy ideas that made me go a little bit cross-eyed thinking about how to import goods into China. And I was like, this is something I can do. I can help women feel empowered by fashion and excited every morning to get dressed and really happy about how they present themselves to the world. What I love that you're sharing with Fire Nation is that you went back to your gut, what felt right to you. And when you had that light bulb moment on the plane, it felt right. It kind of lit you up a little bit inside. And you knew this is something that was sustainable, where when you were in Shanghai walking around, it just wasn't Kendall. It wasn't you. And this isn't a sprint, Fire Nation. This isn't something that we're going to just come in and then dominate and then get out with money in our pockets. Like Kendall said, there are people that have been doing this for 20 years that are that actually not only have the experience, but are passionate about it. So you want to be in the game, the long game, that you have the passion. And Kendall, let's boil it down for Fire Nation. Let's really talk to our listeners right now about just one lesson, one takeaway you would like them to walk away from, from that failure in your life, that obstacle that you decided not to overcome and instead pivot. Yeah, I think what I would take away is for people who have an entrepreneurial spirit, you're going to have a lot of different ideas and you're going to be really excited about each of them because you're super excited to build and to make change, but to not feel like you have to dig into or have blinders around the first idea that you have. You're going to iterate, you're going to learn what doesn't work about certain businesses, what works well about others. And it's okay to have one, two, five, seven, however many you need ideas before that one really catches fire um, in, in your own life and in your own heart. And I think people who are stubborn around making an, an idea an ex- a success um, often sort of corner themselves into a place that makes it harder. Whereas if you're more open and flexible and willing to iterate, you'll, you'll go into the idea that's right for you. Absolutely. Because when we start as entrepreneurs, Kendall, we don't know what's actually going to, and I love how you put that, catch fire in the marketplace because we just know what we're passionate about and what we think is going to work. But until we actually get it out there and test the market and engage with our potential customers and our target markets, we don't know for sure what's going to work. So we need to be agile. We need to be flexible at the beginning to continue to pivot until we do find that perfect combination of everything that really just brings it all together and does click not only with us, but with the market in general. And once you have that, then it's time to focus. Then it's time to put those blinders on, start ignoring those bright, shiny objects that you had to pay attention to at first as you were finding yourself in your right idea, but now have that laser focus to really drill down and dominate whatever marketing niche that you found has caught fire. And Kendall, what I would love for you to do now is 
kind of transition to the other end of the spectrum because you shared a great failure. You shared that just wasn't resonating with you, so you pivoted. You had an aha moment on that plane. That was an amazing light bulb that went off. Share with Fire Nation another light bulb that went off at some point while you were working within StyleUp and you thought you were moving in one direction, something came up and you pivoted and it just clicked and it really caught fire. Like, Take us to that story, to that period within StyleUp that's really going to resonate with Fire Nation. Tell us the steps that you took to turn that idea or that moment into success. Sure. So early on in StyleUp, I was working with a really talented engineer who could do a lot of awesome things. He could, you know, figure out the back end to source how many times you wore a pair of jeans in a month or how many times you did X and Y. Like there, it it felt sort of limitless in terms of what the technology could do, which was an amazing situation. But in a conversation with Jen Hyman, who's one of the founders of Rent the Runway, she made a really apt point, which was a lot of companies in our sandbox in fashion technology space are applying technology to fashion, but they're missing the mark of like what actually is a real world problem. So they're thinking more about wouldn't it be cool if blank as opposed to I have this issue and this is how to solve it. So that was incredibly informative for our game plan from, you know, sort of day 10 of style up, which was We're not going to add a lot of bells and whistles about wouldn't it be cool if blank. It's much more about these are actual issues women face every day. What am I going to wear tomorrow? What's the weather like? How do I, you know, look cute when it's negative 20 degrees? Um, And that's been wildly informative for our product roadmap. So it's been a huge light bulb moment in the sense of not using technology just because we can inject it but using technology and fashion when it really supports what we're trying to do. And so let's boil that down because you just shared a lot of great gems about the beginning stages and the ability to really be flexible and bring it all together. If we could just walk away with one takeaway from that experience that you've had with StyleUp thus far to apply it to our businesses as entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, and small business owners, what would that takeaway be? Use technology as a means to an end and not as an end on its own. I think a lot of businesses now, there are so many really cool advancements in technology, but unless they're actually serving a human real world problem, they're probably not where you want to put your money. So for me, that lesson has certainly been technology is, you know, the river in which we get to to go to our end goal but it's not the end goal itself. Love it. So Kendall, throughout your journey, have you had an I've made it moment? No, I think I've had certainly moments that make me proud and that make me feel like style up is becoming more established, but I hope I don't ever have the I made it moment because then you get complacent or something, right? (laughs) Absolutely. It's all depending on how you translate the I've made a moment too. Because as entrepreneurs, you need to celebrate the wins because sometimes they're far and few in between and sometimes the failures are not far and few in between. So we really need to celebrate the ups and to really learn how to mitigate the lows because they're both there. They're both omnipresent within entrepreneurs' journeys. 
And it's just a fact that we need to deal with because, Kendall, it's part of the journey. And that's what I would like for you to share with Fire Nation right now, your philosophy on the entrepreneurial journey and how us as entrepreneurs should be looking at this journey that we're currently on. Wow, I think that's a really tough question, and I don't know if this early on I, I'm, you know, should have a right to have a big philosophy about it. Well, let's just rephrase that then. What is working for you within your journey? What's working for me on my journey is not to be too hard on myself. I think a lot of entrepreneurs are incredibly ambitious and at times perfectionist, and you know, there's the old adage that perfect is the enemy of the good. Um, so I will roll features out that might not be perfect, but they're good enough. I will put up a landing page that might not be 100% what I want, but it's 90% there. I will, you know, do a, a press piece that I think is good, but maybe not amazing, just because if you're always striving to be perfect, I think you are paralyzed into an action. And that's a really terrible thing. So we roll stuff out. We make mistakes. We learn from it. We have a huge motto of like, let's just try it. And we see what our members say. And if they like it, we'll keep it. And if they don't, we'll lose it. And we learn from those mistakes, but we don't, we're not so in fear of making them that we end up, you know, not doing anything. So Kendall, let's bring things to present time. Let's bring things to today with Style Up right now. Share with Fire Nation one or two things that's just really exciting you right now. Sure. Oh, I'm super excited. I think this coming you know, holiday season, we're really doubling down into our machine learning. And I think that's something that, you know, given my MIT Y Combinator background, we're one of the rare fashion tech companies that is really solid in its technology. And so we're spending the next month or so to really double down on our algorithms and machine learning and fundamentally understand women's taste when it comes to fashion, which is this, you know, for any man who's tried to shop for, for his <laughs> wife and girlfriend knows that it's a pretty nebulous thing, but it's a challenge we're super excited to tackle and um, we'll have more, more announcements early next year in 2014. So, Kendall, what do you see as the future for Style Up? I mean, you do have these great algorithms you're putting into place and you're staying cutting edge in so many areas. What's one thing just over the horizon that really has you excited you can share with Fire Nation? Sure. So, you know, what we will be rolling out is basically the um, a recommendation system for understanding women's fashion. So, you know, because we deliver a daily touch point and we get women rating our outfits five days a week, and these are outfits that are personalized to their weather and to their taste, we have a real raw understanding from our, you know, pilot group of about 20,000 members, what women really want and what they're looking to shop for and what they're not looking to shop for, which is equally as important. So that's, you know, the big news for us on the horizon. Love that. Well, Kendall, we're going to break in here and thank our sponsors. It's a hole in one. The crowd goes wild. The television monitors are going cray cray. Oh, sorry. You said all in one. Let's try that again. It's an all in one platform. Are you looking to manage multiple areas of your business from one single platform? Well, I've got great news. Entreport says they've got it. And it's true. 
Entreport is an all-in-one small business management platform that integrates all the software you need to start, systemize, and scale your business. I'm talking about client relation management, email marketing, sales, the whole nine yards. To give you an idea of how powerful a platform like Entreport can be, check out these stats. Dane Maxwell, co-founder of The Foundation, has seen a 500% increase in revenue, an 80% increase in new customers, and a 10% increase in customer retention since using Entreport. To learn more about Entreport's streamlined platform and how it can help your business, go to entreport.com slash fire today. Starting your own business, becoming an entrepreneur can really be tough. I remember when I first started Entrepreneur on Fire, I had a really hard time keeping track of everything. I felt like I was being pulled in a million different directions and keeping my mind focused on one thing for more than five minutes was a challenge. But these days, I rarely have difficulty focusing thanks to Alpha Brain from Onnit. Alpha Brain is an all-natural supplement designed to make it easy to give your brain everything it needs to function at above optimal levels. And it's legit. If you're ready for that feeling where everything is just coming together, your focus is on, your mental energy is there, you can recall names and ideas effortlessly, then Alpha Brain is something you should check out. And if you don't agree, no worries. Onnit offers a full money-back guarantee. You can get 10% off your supplement purchase right now by going to onnit.com slash fire. O-N-N-I-T dot com slash fire. This is just a perfect segue to what my favorite part of the interview is, and that's the lightning round. This is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us, Fire Nation style, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Amazing and mind-blowing. <laughs> All right. That's a tall order. I'll try. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? What was holding me back was not knowing enough entrepreneurs. I think if, you, if you're if you a first-time founder or sort of a pre-first-time founder and you don't know many entrepreneurs, this whole process can seem really ambiguous and frightening and strange and foreign. And that was the case for me. I just hadn't spoken to enough women or men who had started their own companies and learned what worked for them and what didn't and you just hear the highlights about if you're a Zuckerberg or a Steve Jobs. And I, I didn't really relate to those people. But when I actually got to speak to plenty of founders, I realized, you know, they come in all different varieties and feeling that personal connection to other founders made me much more empowered to become one myself. Absolutely. Could not agree more, Kendall. And this is the major reason why I launched Entrepreneur on Fire, because I wanted to get your story and hundreds of thousands of other entrepreneurial stories out into the world for people to listen and say, you know what? I can relate with Kendall. I like fashion. I can relate with XYZ because I really love fishing or whatever it may be. And that these are all entrepreneurial opportunities that are just waiting for people to step up and take. And that's another reason why an entrepreneur on fire, we talk so often about the power of mentors and the power of masterminds and surrounding yourselves with like-minded people that are really going to propel you forward in your way of thinking. And the power of the tribe can do amazing things for so many people in so many different areas. But Kendall, I can get carried away when it comes to talking about masterminds and mentors. So I'm going to bring the focus back to the lightning round and ask you, what's the best advice you've ever received? 
When we went through Y Combinator um, earlier in 2013, one of the partners I spoke to a lot was Paul Bukite. And I'm paraphrasing a bit, but essentially the, the words are something like, let the product do the marketing. Like you're, you should be focused on building something that is so great that people can't help but share it. Mm-hmm. And you should worry less about you know, how are we going to spin this or what kind of press release are we going to do or kind of viral this or that. And it should be much more build something that people love so much that they can't help but share it with their friends and loved ones. Kendall, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? Sure. Every day I try to do I call it the one and one and that means I try to do an hour of exercise and an hour of something that's not related to style up. I think most crazy startup founders like myself can empathize with getting really sucked into this black hole of sitting in front of their computers all day long in this never ending list of to do's. So what I really like is every day I try some, you know, certainly not perfect, but try to do an hour of something physical and an hour of something that's just for me. So it could be having a drink with a girlfriend. It could be watching, you know, part of a movie. It could be reading part of a book. But I think it's so important to stay physical and keep your body in good shape, as well as keep your mind in good shape and learn stuff outside of, you know, where the blinders are in your own company. So I try to do that every day. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? I have many. Um, the first one I would point to for other startup founders, um, resources like Indonero, uh for payroll and taxes or Clerky for um, the like incorporation and paperwork, sort of the vegetables, if you will, of getting your startup up and running have been wildly useful for me. I think it's not worth your time to, you know, spend hours going over taxes and LLC forms and all that. So those two resources have been really helpful for me and they're affordable. um, So I would recommend those for any, you know, aspiring entrepreneur. Love it. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to both of these resources and everything that we're chatting about here today at eofire.com slash Kendall and her last name, H-E-R-B-S-T. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, Kendall, what would it be? I would recommend Daniel Pink's Drive. It's all about motivation and incentives. And I think whether you're working at a startup or you're interested in starting one or you've actually started one, there's nothing more important than learning what incentivizes people and his book has a really interesting analysis of it's not about big paychecks necessarily which is uh which is a good thing for startup founders but it's about all these other elements um so i'd really recommend reading that Awesome. Well, Dan Pink is a great past guest of Entrepreneur on Fire. And Fire Nation, if you haven't already, you can get the audio version of this book for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Kendall, this next question is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter, 
taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? In the next seven days, I would probably take a coding class. I think if the world is identical to Earth right now, that's the most valuable thing that you can be doing for and for most, at least, entrepreneurial ventures. Kendall, solid advice. And I have really enjoyed just hearing your journey from the cold college winters up in Maine to down in New York City where you're rocking and rolling with Style Up. Share with Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. So on Twitter, I'm at Kendall underscore two underscore go. Um, you can also find me on LinkedIn at Kendall Herbst, H-E-R-B-S-T, or please sign up for Style Up, all the women out there. Um, it's at thestyleup.com. Boom. And one parting piece of guidance. To be good to yourself and to, you know, the whole journey that we're all in is so stressful and intense and there are wonderful moments and terrible moments in equal measure. So just to be really um, keep positive and wake up every day with a smile and don't start working until tell you are happy. Well, Kendall, Fire Nation knows they can find everything of value that we've talked about in today's episode at eofire.com. Click on the podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives or just enter Kendall in the search bar and her show notes page will pop right up. Kendall, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks. I'm passionate about my business, so passionate that I spent months researching online and teaching myself how to become the best podcaster possible so I could deliver Entrepreneur on Fire to my audience seven days a week. Like me, Shopify is passionate about helping businesses get their e-commerce store set up easily, so they've researched all the latest and greatest to help you. You can even get a free 14-day trial and 20% off for life at shopify.com slash fire. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 